This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. And break it up, Jay. Off air. I was like, I thought I was, I thought I was going to ask, do we have to bet Arizona if it's 17 against San Francisco? I was like, I, I very quickly learned that that was, that was I, the answer to that question was, was known already. And the answer was a resounding no for that point spread next week. At least for me, see what it, does it doesn't open. have to be everybody's yeah. answer. It doesn't have to be everybody's answer. Just my answer. So. Uh, that does uh, Arizona and San Francisco coming up next week. It is a phenomenal football Friday. You better you bet here with Nick and Ken having a great time. A lot of bets coming up later in the show. Lockmas, 5.20 p.m. Eastern time. Ken's entire college football card for the weekend. And then it's time for the big-ass power hour. All our bets side in total for week three NFL Sunday. We'll give you all our analysis and all the updated injury information as it comes in in real time here on You Better You Bet. The coach Dave Wanstead, still to come. Anthony DeBundo, still to come. Colin Wilson, still to come. Sam Paniotovic joins us in 20 minutes but joining us right now to kick off our five phenomenal guests here on this phenomenal football friday you know him from the live on the line sports betting television show you love him on twitter at noisy huevos he is our amigo the great brad evans you got to check out live on the line noon eastern on stadium and like honestly like the show is everywhere we're out in vegas it's on the casino at mandalay bay we absolutely love to see our guy brad evans shine brad is on twitter at noisy huevos give him a follow and interact with him on x Brad, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Happy Friday. Hola, amigo. Hola, amigos. And uh, good Lord, I need the Chicago Cubs to win this game right now. So uh, I'm really glued into baseball, but of course, I'm very glued into all the action on the gridiron this weekend. Brad, I, I always start you off the same way every single week because we always have you on Friday, and usually the segment before we have you on, we're, we're talking about the Thursday night game and, and kind, of, kind of spinning it forward, just talking about what we learned watching the uh, the Niners and the Giants last night, the Niners obviously covering the game. What what did you learn, if anything? This could be a fantasy thing, a prop thing. Niners obviously look like one of the best teams in the league. What, what were some of your takeaways from Niners-Giants last night? Oh, uh, the game actually went the way we all expected. 
Uh, that was uh, the biggest takeaway for me is, like, uh, there really weren't any curveballs thrown. George Kittle was uh, dynamite in that game uh, with the seven receptions and nine targets. Uh, very sizable effort for him at a position uh, that has really uh, depressed a lot of people in fantasy land. Uh, tight end has been a rough road, to say the least. And, you know, catch easily on his over receptions and receiving yards and find the end zone. Uh, but still, uh, the Niners were just magnificent. Uh, and, you know, Christian McCaffrey, a lot of people were concerned about the workload. Uh, you know, based on uh, Shanahan's commentary on Monday, saying, hey, I got to get Eli Mitchell more involved. Elijah Mitchell uh, blew away his rush yards prop, uh, sailed over by anywhere between 10 to 15 yards, depending upon which number you got at. He still got more work, and McCaffrey still catched the over with relative ease on rush yards and also, too, on rush attempts. That number closed at 17.5 at plus money at several locales, including that MGM, and he got a match goal 18 on the nose, squeaking by the over. So, uh, really, uh, the game went to script, uh, went accordingly, and thank God for that after the uh, units depletion that I have suffered in the National Football League over the first couple of weeks. All right, Brad, well, let's fill those coffers back up with coins this week. What is your favorite bet coming up week three NFL Sunday, side, total, or prop? Yeah, it's always in the prop market, and it's a number that I could not believe is uh, sitting right now in the low 50s, and that is Nico Collins. I'm going to take the over on receiving yards all the road against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Nico Collins has turned nuclear, guys. Uh, the first couple of weeks of the NFL regular season, a uh, guy that went 6 for 80 in week one and 7 for a buck 46 last week. He's seen 26.7% of the team's target share, handsome average at the target at 13.5, top five right now in total air yards, a yards per route run over three, and now you get Darius Williams in coverage most often, who's given up a 102.9 passer rating to his assignment. So if you scored Nico late in your fantasy draft and then cashing out on the player props, I say triple down on it. He's going to go over, uh, I think, at least 60 yards in this one. And the number right now, last I saw a Ben MGM sitting at just 54 and a half. So love the over. Nico Collins receiving yards. Brad, we had some uh, some injury news, obviously. Well, we had a lot of injury news already today. But one thing that became official is uh, Bryce Young not going to start a quarterback for the Carolina Panthers at Seattle on Sunday. Be uh, Andy Dalton in the game. And uh, Nick and I will talk about this later. Despite that, number move toward Carolina. So this is going to be a really fun game. But Seattle's still 5-5.5. Five, five I think a lot of people still expect them to win the game from a prop standpoint or just kind of how you see the game going standpoint. Okay, maybe Seattle wins. Like, how do you think they win? Yeah, I think it's going to be a little bit of a talk. Uh, probably closer to fair than some people suspect because, you know, it's a red rifle. Danny Dalton, ton of experience under center. It's not like uh, he's a mountain mover by the search of the imagination, but a guy that in a pinch could get the job done. And uh, I think we'll keep Carolina afloat and competitive in this game. That doesn't mean I think they're going to win. Uh, in the SGP market, as a matter of fact, I took uh, Seattle on the straight-up money line. And then on a two-legger SGP, I parlayed with Hayden Hurst on on the over on his receiving yards prop, which I took down to 25, so 25 or more in Seattle to win, and I score a little plus money, low plus money, but still a win is a win on that two-legger. Uh, I think you're also going to see a lot of Kenneth uh, Walker the third on the ground in this game. Uh, Properly jumped on his prop immediately when it opened at Ben and Jam. Uh, took the over at 62 and a half. Carolina has gotten trounced in 
in the trenches this season, guys. Giving up 4.22 yards per carry, 97 flat rush yards per game. Uh, number 28 EPA rush defense so far in the young year. I think this is probably going to be a 15 to 17 kind of carry game for Kenneth Walker the third, uh, and behind what I feel is a slightly above average offensive line, uh, he should be able to get you know right around four two five to four and a half yards per carry in this one and sail passes low to mid-60s rush yards prop. I think it's going to be north of 70, maybe even as many as 75 rush yards in the end for Kenneth Walker the third. You better, you better hear with Nick and Ken. Phenomenal football Friday. Getting prop bets coming up for week three in the NFL with Brad Evans from the Live on the Line Sports Betting Television Show presented by BetMGM. Brad is on Twitter at Noisy Huevos. Brad, any bets for you in the Bills-Commanders game in our nation's capital? Yeah, James Cook has been dynamite, guys, and I'm going to continue to tell him if the number just continues to open as soft as it has, and I grabbed it immediately when it surfaced at 51.5 on rush yards, uh, and I would play it up to like 59.5. I know the number has been climbing at several books, and, you know, I'm giving credit where credit is due. The commanders have been pretty stout so far against the run, giving up 3.35 yards per carry, only 57 flat rush yards per game, uh, number 11 in EPA rush defense so far, but James Cook has been uh, boiling. Uh, a guy with a RB9 yard after contact per attempt mark at 4.38. He's forced eight total missed tackles. Uh, week one only 12 for 46, but last week 17 for 123. Against a softer opponent in Las Vegas, but uh, I think it's another round up, probably 14, 15 carries in this game. Give me a shimmy, give me his shake, give me his break tackle ability. He'll get it done around 60 to 65 is what I'm forecasting for a finish. And again, you're getting a number right now in the 50s. Brad, I always like to ask you about the the high total games. I think those are games where like people that like to do same game parlays, people that like to play prop overs, like they're always going to kind of gravitate toward games where it feels like a shootout's projected by the market. We we definitely have one of those this week, like by a mile. Uh, the Chargers Vikings total is still about fifty four and a half, fifty four in some places. That's almost like a full touchdown more than the second highest total this week. So. A lot of people think that's going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, a lot of people have no idea who's going to win. Vikings favored by one right now at home. Any thoughts on whether this will be a high-scoring game or any props you like on both sides? Yeah, it could be a first of 35 kind of affair, uh, quite frankly. Uh, I am buying in on it uh, being a shootout of sorts, and that should have a nice little trigger-down effect in the player props market. One of my favorite props in that game is the over on Jordan Addison uh, receiving yards. I grabbed it at 51.5 earlier today. Uh, I think this is a really pushover and kind of a joke of the secondary the Chargers are trotting out there. Uh, you know, he's got explosive big play ability. We've already seen it a couple of times this season, uh, one for a long touchdown uh, reception. Uh, last week, and it could be more of the same for him from Kirk Cousins' hand uh, in a game, again, with a lot of shootout appeal. So, knowing his average uh, depth of target is way up there right now, yards per target also way up there right now, and given the explodable opponent, uh, that one, to me, is the most likely prop to hit on that over 51.5 receiving yards. And with Austin Eckler um, looking like he's going to be out again, did not practice today, Uh, I know the number is yet to surface right now at Ben MGM, but whatever it opens at, I do like the over on Joshua Kelly rush yards. I know he's been a bit of a ham and eager uh, so far, but Minnesota right now, number 19 in EPA rush defense. 
Uh, and, you know, a team that has given up 4.77 yards per carry, 143 rush yards per game on the surface to RBs. And Kelly, uh, as long as the Chargers are at least competitive in this game, should get at least 14 to 16 carries. He gets that kind of volume against this, uh, you know, paper tiger of a matchup. Uh, and I think ultimately uh, he'll take advantage. So it could be a 60-, 70-yard kind of game for him. So if that number surfaces, say, in the 50s, jump all over Joshua Kelly over on rush yards. Yeah, and, like, I think people might be off Kelly after what happened last week against the Titans. Worth noting, Tennessee, very good against the run. Minnesota, not so much. Brad, we got, like, 20 seconds left here. Anywhere on the board you want to go, one more bet for our listeners and viewers in 20 seconds, please. Yeah, what well, could be a torrential downpour? Uh, give me Gus the Bus, honk, honk, Edwards for an anytime touchdown. I'll parlay that with Baltimore uh, to score the victory. You put those two together at BetMGM plus 118. And what should be a slog and a soaked-out game uh, there in the Charm City with the Tropical Storm effects, uh, you know, front and center. And Justice Hill going to be out in this game for the Ravens, meaning Gus Edwards running back competition going to be Kenyon. Uh, I actually, I don't love the Drake. I don't love Kenyon Drake and like the corpse of Melvin Gordon. I, I don't I don't dislike that look from Brad on the Gus Edwards anytime touchdown. Brad, great job as always, my friend. We appreciate it. Everyone hit him up on Twitter at Noisy Huevos. You got to watch live on the line. Sports betting television show presented by our friends at BetMGM. Uh, good luck with your bets this weekend, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. Slam the door on the Rockies. I almost like that was funnier with the phone breaking so, up. So oh, loud, was... the phone cut out. <laughs> so, and, it's, and no more no more bottle service at the Chub Club. Pour one out. No, uh, unfortunately not. Uh, no that that, that avenue of pleasure has been closed to us. Uh, Sam Paniatovich <laughs> coming up right after this.